You are listening to If We Were Writing, a feisty triathlon-ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head up a weekly group ride where we dish on all triathlon news and everything else-ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadija Diggs and Jocelyn Wong-Neal, and Laura Sidal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. Yeah. All right, our group ride is back, but we're down one person. Sarah, what is she? She has the bubonic plague, which is, you know, unfortunate to know that that's recirculating after five centuries. <laughs> She's off the back already. Off the back already. Yeah. Something from her child, probably. Probably. Uh, so Carrie is joining us. Week. I know we said before we took a break, but this year, this year on If You're Writing, we're going to have guest writers regularly come in. We'll have Sid come back a bunch because um, she was here right before the break. Uh, but Carrie's joining us this week, our our feisty editor. And I feel like I also want to let tell everyone that uh, Feisty will be at Endurance Exchange if anyone's there this weekend. And we will be recording on Saturday at 1 p.m. on the Expo Live stage a special If We Were Writing episode. But before that, I need to know how you guys, what you guys did those last two weeks. How was, did you do one of those like crazy 500 miles in five days, Christmas challenges? Not at all. I took a kid free trip to Nashville with my husband. (laughs) Mine was just the opposite. I had two 13 year olds who wanted to be around me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And I just went to Ohio. <laughs> that was okay. it. That's all. <laughs> Where I tried to maintain some consistency with training and not overdo it. But what about you, Callie? Oh, I didn't. I slept for like, I mean, not slept. I thought I was going to get all this work done. And then I was just like, not even a little bit of work. Yeah. I like how before we took the break, you know, the everybody on the all of our feisty podcasts were like we're taking a two-week break because the editors need a break <laughs> so suddenly like it, i am the reason that we right. had a holiday break so thanks you're Carrie. welcome you're welcome everyone <laughs> you're welcome. i was at this holiday party this weekend i mean my, okay on that topic right of being the reason somebody somebody was like oh my wife wouldn't let me go on this trip and me and me and my husband came home and i was like the fuck like what does that even mean like my wife won't let like and I was like is that a real thing and then we realized they're all just making that up it's just an excuse my wife won't let me go on that trip it's just yeah <laughs> let me check with my wife first uh-huh sure yeah <laughs> it's like I don't really I always though. check with my imaginary husband it uh-huh. works every time <laughs> <laughs> he never says ask- no let me ask the other half right oh, no. like when telemarketers call and they're like May I speak to the head of the household on like your cell phone? And you're like, let me check with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have two questions, Jocelyn. Like, A, like one, you you actually answer those cell phone calls. And then two, like people actually still say that. Can I speak to the head of the household? <laughs> Every like, now and then. Whoa, 1985. Then. Oh. I know. I don't always answer because now nowadays, you know, your cell phone marks it as potential spam. Yeah. But if it's a local number, then, you know, I don't know if it's work related. So sometimes I'll pick up. Sometimes it goes to voicemail. But yeah, Carrie, somebody uh, is that, you know, the back to 1989, we were taking out the recycling like to the curb and a neighbor, you know, family Christmas walking like, you know, everybody goes for their walk the day after Christmas was walking by and he's all like, oh, the honey do list to my husband. And I was like, 
who says that still? Like, <laughs> I don't even made that joke in like 20 years. Ridiculous. No. And why is the the female partner in this always to blame? My wife won't let me. It's the honey do list. Like she's forcing me to do these things. Like very weird. Last time I checked, I'm like, heart blanche, do whatever you want. Right. Care. That would see. This is why I got hung up on this. After we came home from this holiday party, I was like, I don't even understand like that. Like, I don't even know what that would be like if I said you can't do something like you're a grown ass 41 year old adult. Right. And that's <laughs> mm-hmm. when I realized they're all lying. <laughs> and I was married to a guy who couldn't fix anything. So <laughs> <laughs> it's really a honey, can you call somebody list? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm big on the, yeah, you should call somebody. We're not recocking the tub because that yeah. always ends badly. Yeah. I'm pretty handy. I do end up doing a lot of uh, honey do things. Yeah. <laughs> not because any honey like told me to do them because right. oh. it gets done sooner there you go that is what actually I did over my break so obviously I'm in the bay area and it, our winters are like heavy heavy rain and we had one of those like massive massive heavy rains and I just moved into a new house like a month ago so I discovered that one of our sump pumps just like it just it just you had to maintain it around the clock and then there apparently we had another sump pump in the back that I didn't know existed until it started spewing water up and we had like four inches of water outside not inside the house but on the outside like around the edge of the house it was like a moat and i was Ooh, like oh, like a castle like very exciting <laughs> so that was fun <laughs> but what, it, what did you do like I, i'm envisioning buckets and shovels and yeah we dug a ditch out of the moat <laughs> <laughs> for the water to go off <laughs> divert the dragons how <laughs> oh. yeah um, but training wise, you guys, I am getting ready now for my big hundred K. I want to know what you're going to, I know we talked about goals before and maybe everyone, you know, just turned the page. Cause I kind of just like my plan starts my actual official, like 16 weeks. And I started looking at it. I was like, this is a lot of running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But you have a, like a little Lake Placid thrown in. Lots after, but I was like, a running a hundred k is like a lot of running. It is a lot of In running. My holes, two, yeah. two, just over two, two marathons and a cool down. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So. I like that. <laughs> are you guys? Uh, I'm going to guess, but are you big New Year's resolutions people? Like, did you do the January first? I made a list of goals, triathlon related. Oh yeah. Yeah. And are you going to show want, them? Are they do you want to hear my whole list? Well, now I, how long is it? It's okay. Hold on. Let me open it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's six things. Okay. Do you think you can handle it? Okay. Sure. The first one, swim two to three times per week. Okay. okay. Do where, where were you currently? In um, that? One to two, sometimes right. just one, sometimes none. <laughs> okay, all right. So we're really leaning heavily on the like doable side of goals here. Yes. These okay. are all very reasonable and these okay. are all things that I haven't yet done okay. um, at all very recently. Uh, on the bike, I'm gonna learn to train with power. Oh, really? You don't have a power meter? No, uh-huh. I have a Wahoo kicker. I don't have a power meter on the bike 
And I'm going to try to increase my FTP by like 50 watts. Given that you have no idea what it is? Exactly. That, yeah. yeah. I feel like you should just be like, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Like I've done an FTP test when I wasn't like in shape, but I never had power when I like trained massively before. So this is all kind of fun and exciting to me because I have okay. like no clue like, what is a good FTP? Like, is this crazy? Is this reasonable? I don't know. We'll find out. 50 For... is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Increasing lot. by 50 <laughs> is, is a lot. Yep. yep. We'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to stay healthy running and PR at the 5K, 10K, and the half marathon. All right. Like a lifetime PR. Lifetime which PR. I, I was only like a few minutes off last year when I was like not in that great of shape. So it's all like within reach. Not just like the uh, Strava telling me I set PRs for the year today because it's January 2nd. <laughs> oh yeah, I set all the PRs. <laughs> I set all on my Power 50 minute ride. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um, the next one is to do the USAT Nationals and mm. the Ironman World Championships Nice doubled because they're on back-to-back -back weekends. Excellent. Which I did not realize they were. Yeah. One week of their one Nationals week is like the week before Nice. So it and so that rolls into the next one, which is break five hours at Eagle Man, because I think that's what it takes to get a top five in the age group, which is doable, but I haven't broken five hours in like since 2009 which at this point is like a long time ago 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> and i want to win another state championship title <laughs> those watch are out, my goals watch out rhode island watch out. state championships I'm coming for you okay i don't know if i'm signed up for any state championships this year you gotta add it to the list Okay. We did promise we were going to troll uh, state championships. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Is that not your goal for 2024, Khadija? My goals are to go to bed before 10 o'clock. Because <laughs> I literally, my normal bedtime is like midnight, 1 a.m. That's what I've been living off of. So changing that. Um, and I want a podium at long course nationals. I won't be going to short course because it's too close to Nice and qualifying for Nice is one of my goals. So where is Long Course Nationals this year? Is it it's in it's in Florida. It's in mm. Daytona. Okay. Oh, is it with Clash again? Yeah. yeah, they're doing it with Clash, which is good because I had a really great swim and bike and then I had the crappiest run ever. I had the I got stung by a bee right, okay. and ended up having to take an EpiPen and it was a hot met my heart rate was like 190 the whole run and I was barely moving. So you can do better. Yeah, I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get stung by a V. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's the crazy thing is I've been stung twice in races, once in 2015, and I got kind of lax with it because it hadn't happened again. It happened on a couple of group rides where I got stung, but I wasn't moving fast or I was standing still. This thing was inside my helmet, inside my helmet, and I'm... I'm screaming like a nut job and everybody's looking at me like, what is wrong with this? Oh, like, ah. All right. think, they think you're happy that you made it out of the swim. That was 50 miles ago. Yeah. There's a bee in my 
All right. Do you have goals, Carrie? Goals. I feel like goals feel, sound so like resolution goals. Yeah. yeah. It is, you know, resolutions, like short-term resolutions. Yeah. I, I am falling into the, the trap of um, dry January. Right. And, and I'm two days in and little Miss Cranky Pants is, is here right now. <laughs> it's like, it's because <laughs> I like to have a little glass of wine sure. pretty much every night. Like I would say I have about, I would say I've had a glass to a glass and a half every night. And so it, it is as habitual for me as just our morning coffee is. So mm -hmm. I look at it as like my inverse coffee, but I know I sleep. It it's absolutely affects my sleep. And I just turned 50 this year or last year now. And I'm like, it's affecting so much. So definitely doing dry January and, and then just trying to rethink what all of that means uh, for me. And like, can I just drink, you know, like one night a week? We'll see what happens. I am also, I also, well, I I think I like kind of overdid it between Christmas and New Year's, but that's a separate point. But I also was like, this is a non-alcoholic beer, non-alcoholic beer, guys. That was oh. meant to say, I'll drink, but I know that name. Um, <laughs> it's a fake I Corona. I finished fake mine run. before we got on, my athletic brewing. You know, but you know what I found, Carrie? Like everyone always says sleep. And that obviously that can be bad if it's like, if I have like a few drinks, but I don't ever, I've never noticed that with like one or two, but you know what I have noticed? And I know like this will be controversial or whatever, but because I didn't like, it's literally just extra calories on top of like, it's not like I eat, like I eat a lot and, yeah. and work out a lot. And so I've definitely just been like holding on to like some random extra weight, which is really annoying once you start running a lot because running, you're carrying it with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's not like useful. It's not like, it's not like. It's not like fitness weight, right? It's not like this is muscle. This is just alcohol calories I'm carrying around. So I was like, oh, I got to get that off. Mostly yep. for the running. Yep. No, yeah. I'm I'm feeling that. Um, the other the running thing I'm and the doing... chafing. The chafing. Oh, cha chafing. Chafing. Is the main yes, issue. Yes, chafing, for sure. <laughs> because none of my shorts fit. That is my main concern. <laughs> I've been doing like, well, day two. Uh, so do you guys ever do that yoga with Adrian from on YouTube? Yeah, I've done a couple of her sets. Yeah, yeah, she does like a 30 day January challenge, but it's just essentially like 30 days of yoga and her yoga is really gentle. Um, it it really is like stretching. So it's like 20 minutes a day. So I'm really trying to incorporate that. And, uh -huh. and then also, I mean, I'm signed up for the Eugene Marathon in April and um, I'm signed up for the new Washington 70.3 in September. Oh, yeah. It's like the Tri Cities or something, I think is what they're yeah. called. Oh. So, so um, I'll get to training, but I'm super happy that, like, I incorporated, I started to incorporate, like, strength training is, has become a habit of mine and I'm loving it. So, Good job. Yeah. Good yeah. Do you go to CrossFit? Like, I, the whole Feisty crew, you guys, are, like, a lot of the Feisties, they're all into the CrossFit. So that's why I'm wondering if, if Carrie's going to get into the CrossFit now. No, I don't go to a, a CrossFit box, as they right. as they say. But uh, <laughs> I I am a member of this. I didn't this know that was a thing. thing. It's called oh, CrossFit it's Boxes. Um, there's a there's an online training program called um, Street Parking, which is, mm. um, it, it's CrossFit CrossFit esque in functional, their programming. Functional strength training. Uh, street, some functional street parking. Street parking. Yeah. <laughs> How do yeah. they not like confuse that with actual parking apps in the app store? 
That's a good question. I don't know. Street parking. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and they named it that because like people who work out at home and they, it got really big during the pandemic, Right. they now have to park their car on the street. So that's why they, Oh, because they have their own little garage gyms. Yes. That's cute. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I got, okay. It all came together. I've never parked a car in a garage, so I didn't get it. It didn't, yes. it didn't make any sense yes, to me. Yes. It's like, <laughs> yep. They're just insinuating that your, yeah, your garage is now going to be your gym. So you're going to park on the street. But I it's wasn't really great aware parking. that people had garages, not gyms. <laughs> no. <laughs> it like, didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah those are my goals and, and resolutions which is okay. kind of just to like slow the f down a little bit you know like in my in my while getting faster but slow down yeah. like all the other sympathetic nervous system you know because right. i feel like i'm always like on full throttle but you also got to find a state championship <laughs> carrie oh okay all right i'm in i'm in all right, all right. okay there you go watch out oklahoma Oklahoma. <laughs> there's some very fast runners in Oklahoma. You might, you might, you know, that might not be the one to hit. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I did the red. I did the red man twice, and it was it was some pretty stiff competition. It was the 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 ride was really hard because of the wind, and it was like a big box. So you're getting blown a little bit, and then you're like tucked in tight. It was it was the first time I saw a skunk too. People loved Red Man just because it was one of the holdouts. Mm. Oh, non M dot, non M dot, yeah. but but mm -hmm. their logo looked uh, remarkably similar to <laughs> M dot. But it was like a man instead of an M. But yeah, yeah, it was a w very well done race. I did it the last year, the last thing, the last year that they had it. I did it as well because I did it in two thousand eighteen or nineteen. Oh, R.I.P. Red Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of those didn't survive the whole pandemic. Can we yeah. go back in a second for? Do they not have skunks in Atlanta? No, <laughs> I, and I, I mean, I grew up in New York. I lived in huh. Florida and Gambia for a while. I don't think they have skunks in. I don't Gambia. think they have skunks in Gambia. No, no. I've never, I'd never seen a skunk before. It was just like sitting there, and people were like leaving cat food and stuff for it. I'm no. like, yo, oh no. <laughs> I was like, what is this, like the resident skunk or something? This lady walked right over and left some cat food for her. No, thank like, you. I'm good on the, yeah. So if you guys have goals like uh, for the year, did you also do the whole like, because I, maybe this is me, maybe I spent too much time on Instagram lately, but it feels like everyone did their like year recaps and then their intention setting for 2024. We're all setting intentions. That's what everyone seems to be doing. And they also did all the posting of their Strava year in reviews. Did you guys do the totaling up of your year? I haven't paid for the Strava premium membership. Oh, so you don't get a year in review? Is that No. So it's um, an ad. So on my Strava, it keeps like, it's like teasing me, like, um, click here for your year in review. And then you're like, oh, I'm so excited. I want to see my totals. And you click on it and they're like, you can unlock this feature with a paid membership. I'm like, God damn it. Paid, I have premium because this is totally not a Strava ad. <laughs> like they should, they should pay us for that because it's really good for mapping they have like the best maps when you travel for like hey i want to go for a run because it tells you where people like actually run you know what i'm saying like you know if you mm -hmm. ask like a local like hey i want to go for a bike ride they send you like on like a four mile cruise is it like the like, what they call the heat maps 
well but they what they do and what i like if you if you are traveling and you're like oh i want to go for a run i want to run around this lake and you just like make it'll build it based on what people actually do so it'll tell so it's actually like really really nice if you're like trying to make roots and you don't and you like i didn't know the area but you don't so that's why i have it because it's really nice for yeah i just stopped using strava because i had a stalker yeah, that's yeah. I was like, yeah, nope, no, nope. turn this sucker off. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, I'm with you, Jocelyn. I'm in the unpaid, and <laughs> half the time I don't even look at it. But then I will occasionally I'll feel like crafty, and then I'll log into Strava and I'll, I'll upload some photos, and I'll come up with some like goofy little name for the workout. You know, like I, like I'll get into it for like a week. And then, and then I'm like, and then I don't care <laughs> for a while. I used to keep like actual hand, like I would print up calendar sheets yeah. and write my training logs and then have like what I actually, and I would have hand and then I would count and then I would like total it all up. And so I had like all the, I had, I did for years. I think I stopped in like 17 or 18. I had like years worth of handwritten wrote totals. It down. Yeah, wrote I wrote it down. Wrote it down, like on paper. Yeah, old school. Like with a pen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, is was this before like training peaks? Or <laughs> so I mean, I do like that it consolidates. So I have different branded stuff. Like stuff, I have a yeah, Garmin yeah. bike computer. I used to have a Garmin watch, but now I have a Koros watch. And then I do like that they all like get sucked into the Strava. Or so that's peaks. the only oh, way I yeah. can see like everything consolidated into one. But I'm holding out on the whole pay us pay us for a premium unlocked membership yeah well, that's, that's why i like tra- yeah i can see everything in training piece because my swimming is in is in is in my goggles right i don't like pressing <laughs> oh. the button all the time on my garmin and then some of my cycling is only in um perf pro studio because that's what oh, my kicker's on. I have a question about swimming with a watch that measures. Don't do this it. Is, no, because I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of old school. And so it's been a while. I think this is the first, I just got this watch last year. It's the first one that has the swimming feature. Mm. Do people stop their yes. watch while they're swimming? Is that why they look so much faster than me? Oh, you mean like why their data is faster? Yeah, because yeah, I just stop it. Yeah, at stop every and start it. That's interval? also how you can tell the triathletes at the pool because they're like coming, like they're like swimming an all-out hundred, and they're like stopping their watch and then go. Like it's ridiculous, right? Like you're wasting like a whole second of your. Okay, because I just start it when my workout starts, and then I stop it when I'm done, and I'm like. Man, I'm so slow compared to these other people that I'm seeing. That's on. what I started doing. And then when I realized form would capture all the rests for me, I, I, <laughs> I was just like, I was done with the watch. Yeah. So I'm not never, I was never a post-swimmer anyway. So. <laughs> the goggles, to Khadija's point, the goggles um, do get your rest. At least, the, I mean, I've seen the form ones. There aren't like other yeah. goggles that, yeah. Yeah, form and finish, they both catch it. it the only difference is finish doesn't have uh, open water features. Right. So if you're just doing, actually, if you're just doing pool swimming, I actually like the finish better because the, the view isn't as obtrusive. Oh, interesting. It, it's in, hmm. and you have your, you have a choice of several different types of goggles. You don't have to pick the one type. 
So if you're just doing pool swimming, I actually like the fitness ones better. But the form ones, of course, has the open water um, features. I feel And like we're it just works. we're like turn like uh accidentally turning this into an ad for like all our favorite products. We're like, okay. <laughs> It's Everybody like tell New us Year. what is your favorite One thing. gigantic commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is also some people also do no spend January. So this is Oh, not interesting. Yeah. Some people No spin just or no spend? no spend. spend. Oh, Like I have don't kids. That's like not going to don't happen. spend Yeah. money Yeah. on like That is certain not going to things. happen. Yeah, you have kids and you're a triathlete. It's impossible Yeah. not to spend. <laughs> My first name is Mommy Anita. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, 2024, what we're looking forward to and our actual predictions for the year. All right, Alyssa, I'm like starting to swim more again. And I feel like you were swimming a lot last year with, oh, with one water. And how did you keep your hair from get, like, getting so destroyed? I was swimming so much last year and I used try hard Kelly and I still swear by it. They have extensively researched this problem and created a superior vegan dermatologically tested proprietary blend. Try hard has shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and more stuff. Everything you're going to need for your pre and post swim necessities. I've also seen that top pros like Chelsea Sodaro and Lucy Charles Barkley also praise the effectiveness of try hard. I think it's like, definitely changed how good I feel just coming out of chlorine. And we have a code right now, too, for anyone who wants to try, you know, <laughs> try, try hard and stop suffering from dry, itchy skin, having their hair get all, you know, green, which happens to me because mine's like super blonde and get all beat up. You can try any of the try hard products with the code 20 feisty. That's two zero feisty for 20 percent off store wide at tryhard.co. So that's 20 feisty for 20 percent off at tryhard.co. I'm personally very excited to have Precision Fuel and Hydration signing on as a Feisty Try sponsor, mostly because of their commitment to education and making sure all the women lining up for triathlons this year have all the information you need to fuel your races. Like women uh, often underfuel, and they more typically complain about gel consistency. I know I do, uh, which is why I personally really love the light and easy to get down Precision gels, which still have 30 grams of carbohydrates. Precision Fuel and Hydration has also recently signed on as the official hydration partner for Ironman races in Europe, which means that the PF1000 electrolyte mix will be on course at all European races this summer for the bike and run. The 1000 mix delivers 1000 milligrams of sodium per liter or about 500 milligrams per 16 ounce water bottle, which is about the average sodium sweat concentration across thousands of sweat tests they've done on triathletes. And because it's a low calorie drink, it also lets you decouple your fueling and your hydration that can be helpful, you know, when there are so many different factors to keep track of in Ironman races. But the most important thing is testing it all for yourself, which is why you can use Precision's sweat testing spreadsheet to do your own testing and calculate your own sweat loss. And I know that can sound intimidating. I, I felt like that too, but it's really super manageable when you enter your numbers into their formula. And then you can book your own totally free consultation with their sports scientists. Like no sales necessary. Um, you can find a wealth of information, all of this in their Precision Knowledge Hub 
And you can test out their gels, drink mixes, electrolyte pills, and the specially formulated flow gel, which is made exactly for how people fuel in long course triathlon. It's like really handy. Get 15% off your first order with the code FTP15. That's FTP like feisty try podcast and the number one five or, you know, like functional threshold power FTP15 at pfandh.com. Chasing Epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It's about seeking moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected to the beauty of the world around us. And let's be honest, with a lot of swim, bike, and run, we get to see a lot of beauty. Orca's been a longtime partner of Feisty, and we work with them year after year because we love their products and their commitment to creating amazing wetsuits made for women. I absolutely love my Orca wetsuit. Apex is number one, but there's a range of triathlon wetsuits. You can choose between flexibility, buoyancy, or a combination of both. Really, there's a wetsuit for every triathlete and for all of your epic adventures. As a feisty listener, you can get 15% off with the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. Get out there and chase some epic, friends. All right, before we end in 2024, though, I feel like, uh, here's a big question. Did anyone watch the Iron Man documentary yet from Kona and Nice? Yes, like um, on and off, I would say. Well, yeah, it's like three hours long. It, takes, it like, was so viewing. freaking yeah. long. It's so really I long. it was at 9 a.m. East Coast time. And I was like, fantastic. I'll set up my trainer and I'll like bike for an hour. It's what, an hour and a half like it normally well, is? Well, it usually is, right? On, on NBC. NBC. Yeah. And then it was both Nice and Kona. Well, yeah, they have to do both. They're not going to like but. I was I I felt like very mixed emotions about like they could have cut it into two documentaries like the going back and forth was weird totally two different races but they would like have have people getting ready at the start in one place and then at the start of the other and then they cut back and forth to the men's and women's race as if it was like one day but it wasn't it was kind of dumb I'm gonna say something controversial oh no okay. to me it's true. The women's race was more exciting. I'm sorry. It just was. This is not me being feminist or what. It was more exciting. And I honestly believe if they didn't mix the men's stuff in with the women's stuff, nobody was going to watch the men's. I promise oh. you. It's also, I mean, to be totally fair, it's just that's how they do it, right? Like they build the race and they've always mixed the men in the women's race. It's just like when it was in Kona together, it made more sense, right? And like last year, even when it was on two days, they mixed them together because from a like narrative arc, emotional perspective, you can't like finish one race and then be like, and now we're like, everybody's all, everybody's done, right? Everybody's like cried their tears. Like you can't go backwards. Like it doesn't work. So I understand why they did that. But to your point, Jocelyn, like when it's a tight 90 on NBC, like you got to make cuts, right? You only put in your best stuff. This was like... There was a, there was, I felt, I felt as somebody like as an editor, I felt like someone should have just been like, and, 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 and as, the, as, as a talking head in it, like they used me, I could have been cut, right? Like they should have been like, cut it. They should have been like you. Yes. Cut. I cut. did see you. <laughs> and I saw our feisty boss, Sarah was there. Right. 
And I just, and I know why it happened, but it just was like, yeah, it was not. The old NBC doc, for all that it was ridiculous and like half of it was about uh -huh. people dying, they really built the drama, you know? Yeah. yeah well, that's, I just feel like that's what the non triathlete remembers. They remember right. Dick and Ricky Hoyt. They don't remember Tim DeBoom, you know, that or, or whoever, um, when I think, I think, and I think they had a hard time deciding like, which, what, like what they're going to do. You know what I mean? Like, are we going to like, you know what I mean? Like mixing them in the, and then like, are we going to do the age group stories? Cause they threw them in there. Like they always do for NBC. Right. But mm -hmm. then they also were trying to get super in the weeds of triathlon, which is like with the pros would totally respect that. I know all, like, I know all these, all the drama of who passed, who went, no one cares. That's the other thing, right? Like, I think we all forget or it's easy to forget when someone tells you about their race, it's never interesting, right? <laughs> like someone telling you, and then this person passed me and then I felt bad. Like it's not. So, but they like let the pros stand there and do that. It was like, oh God, oh no. <laughs> like, so that was it like, was yeah. like, they should have done a short version and then done director's extended yes, cut yes. <laughs> for all the like the diehards that really wanted to see all of that which it, it was too long so I watched the first hour because I was biking right? right I watched it consistently and then it was like this is two more freaking hours so I had other crap to do so I was like in and out of the uh, out of the room that it was playing in I think what I think happened honestly is that they had planned on making a uh, Drive to Survive style miniseries and hmm. so then they had all of this footage and they could just like couldn't right they couldn't bring themselves to not use like they've been shooting all year so then they wanted to use it so. <sighs> that's what I was just going to ask was like is is there or was there a possibility that it was going to be yeah. a multi-part series yeah. I mean they might still do that but yeah that was definitely Wait, now they already put it out there I know. Why don't they like, well, it's the same with like, what was the, you know, there's the Tour de France Netflix, Unchained, that came out like months after. <laughs> yeah, I watched that. That was hot. I really right. like so that. So I think like they yeah. could do, they could still do something like that where we really like follow Jan through his retirement year. Or I don't think they even talked about him ripping his uniform. They actually like, if you get really like, <laughs> I was getting like way too like editor on it. I was. Yeah. You can't explain how long an Iron Man is and then just use 70.3 colloquially as if everyone knows what that is. Who is your audience that doesn't know what an Iron Man is but knows what a 70.3 is? That person doesn't exist. You can't say, like, Jan Ferdino uh, is retiring without telling us why we give a shit about Jan Ferdino. This is like... Mm -hmm. my oh, I also like that they put he was, like, Iron Man world champion, comma, Olympian. I was like, he is more than just an Olympian. He's an Olympic <laughs> champion. That's a huge distinction. It is, as you know, anyone who has been a gold medalist will let you know. <laughs> so what 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 would you have done, Kelly, to tighten it up? Well, I think you obviously got to, you had to, I think it was just like, I get that it's hard and I get they made a lot. Of, I'm just saying, you know, there was a lot of, like, uh, I think the talking heads thing was a little, I think they probably, like, they did it again for the Netflix or for the miniseries, and then I think it was sort of odd. Yeah. I think it Glad should job. have been separate. I really do. Like, put the men and the women. That would have also been a way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because then it would have been, like, less than an hour and a half right. each. And it would have been just more coherent. Because there was a lot of talk about how it was great that the women got their own race, their own day. But then it's why that's in. important. 
And so I remember all that stuff. And then it was like, then, then it's just the men, which very much reminded me of like the Barbie movie where it was like, it seems like they couldn't pick an audience. So you're saying that people who aren't into triathlon needed context, but people who are into triathlon didn't it's like they couldn't pick an audience i think they were trying to speak to both and it's you can't yeah i wonder if it's because it was on outside plus is that what it's called on outside watch is that if it was outside watch outside watch um if it was on nbc they know that there might be like randos oh yeah tuning in where you make it for nbc you'd have to make something different yes and you gotta show the rocks every time every year all the rocks oh yeah (laughs) and the guy with the voice yeah. Yes. Doing the steam coming from the road. Yeah. 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 yeah you got to so, do. It. Yeah. Exactly. But but I don't. That's the vision that's stuck in our brains, which is I know. some of the reason they... why we love Iron Man is like those damn right. NBC it's what it did, is. and like NBC is good at what they do. And before that, ABC Wide World of Sports is good at what they do. Like, there's a reason they're prime time. This is like somebody was telling me. So New York Times doesn't have a sports department anymore. Um, they use the Athletic, right? And and for as much as there are people who write it for the athletic that are really, really good, on the whole, there's a reason they write for the athletic and not the New York Times, right? Mm-hmm. Like there, like there's a reason it's on NBC and not YouTube, right? Like they're all like as much as there are very, very good people in this modern new age of create creators, create creating content creators, right. content creators, content creators. There's lots of there's people <laughs> doing really good stuff, like very niche and very small. Mm-hmm. On the whole. Of course, NBC is going to make something. I still remember from being a kid, the, was it the wild rule? I don't know what, the, the skier who would come down yeah, and yeah. crash out. and <laughs> The thrill the agony of, of defeat. Victory and the agony I'm of like, defeat. <laughs> Every time, look, dude. That's yeah. probably why we're all the sports, yeah. <laughs> of course, that's back when there were like, you know, three networks and yeah. everyone yeah, was right, watching right, that on right. a Saturday. Uh-huh. That's the other problem, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I I do still want to watch it, although three hours is a quite a commitment. I don't know. I don't so know if I've done long. that since the Titanic, since Leo and I. Had a date. Okay, to be fair, it's two forty eight, I believe. That's like how long the Taylor Swift concert movie is. So it's awesome. only like fifty six to sixty miles of riding. All right, <laughs> you guys. I don't ride a trainer. Um. Like, I don't, period. I don't ride a trainer. And so I don't even, like, a lot of these kinds of things that people watch on the trainer, like, I just don't The same reason I don't really, like, listen to stuff, because I don't, I don't ride a trainer. I don't, yeah. so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know when people do this. <laughs> it's going to have to be a rainy or snowy day watch when I have to get a two or three hour ride in. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. So what are our predictions for 2024. I know last time we did wildest predictions, uh, you know, love triangles and I don't even remember what everybody's was. Drug busts. Drug busts and yeah. What are our actual predictions for 2024? I will tell you one thing I'm most excited about, which isn't so much a prediction as I, is the Olympics. It's just like, I mean, mm-hmm. I always love the Olympics. The Olympics are awesome. But Tokyo, for much awesome as it was, was sort of like, I don't know, there were no crowds. I'm getting like excited Saturday. about the um, the U.S. Olympic marathon trials. It's only in a month. That's true. And did they div- did they ever settle the time debate? It's it. like 10 a.m. Right? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. in Florida. So they cut the difference essentially. Yeah. They like it. It sounded like a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. See, we can compromise. 
Um, no, all the Olympic trials are super exciting, right? Because they're always like more drama, even. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I think Beth Potter is going to win the gold. I think mm-hmm. that is the most likely. I think yeah. if Georgia TB and Flora come back, it will be a different race. It'll be a dog fight. Yeah, it'll, be a it'll totally definitely different be. Race. But I think I think she feels like she had something to prove. She feels like she was snubbed from the last Olympics. And I think she's going straight animal into the whole thing. I it's honestly... also her kind of course. It's the other thing. It's like, it's her and Cassandra's kind of course. And so like, mm-hmm. I think, and she can outrun Cassandra. So I think it's sort of like, yeah. But Cassandra's French. I know. I know. Cassandra will be like kicked off the national team if she doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think Taylor stands a chance? Yeah. I think she'll medal, but I, I think when it comes down to it, something like, especially the way she felt like she was snubbed the last Olympics, it, it comes down to, they're, they're all equal as far as talent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It comes down to who wants it more and who's going to, who's going to put their face to the grindstone and go get it. And I honestly think she's, she's the one. I think it'll depend on how it plays out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To carry, like, they... There will like again, like if George and Flora are back and Taylor is able, like they will try and make a breakaway because that is what they need to do. And if they can get a breakaway on the turns, yeah. um, then then they have a shot, right? Like that's what like and and if Beth can hang on to that, you know what I mean? Like that's where it's like it'll yeah, really they can leave her on the bike and make yeah. make her run for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting. Um, very excited about that, but I also think like the track's gonna be crazy awesome and like Simone Biles oh, yeah. is insane. That's my yeah. yeah track is gonna be that's always my favorite is watching the track Mm -hmm. it's yeah it and i can't think of any distance that's gonna be boring i can't think of and all the way up to the marathon even the steeplechase there's some crazy strong steeplechase is always fun yeah yeah 10k get kind of boring to watch on the track well sometimes they like sit and kick in yeah and kick yeah and you're like yeah Yeah. that's not fun yeah, I mean that's definitely one where you can get up and go to the restroom for three minutes, and you're, you're not gonna miss. You're not gonna miss a lot, unless somebody trips and falls or something. Right. But it really doesn't the 10k and the 5k. It just always comes down to that. Wait, the, what's the, the time difference for Paris? From it's like eight Paris. hours, seven or eight or nine or something. Wait, like from that. from the East Coast? Is it? Oh like no, six? from me. It's yeah, six, six hours. Okay. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a huge factor for Tokyo too. Is just not knowing when anything was, and yeah, a lot of the sports I wanted to watch were in the middle of the night, and it 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 was just such a. I mean, there was no buzz around it, and bad because I feel like when it's in the same time zone, then it's like I just don't sleep for weeks. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and you're like you don't get anything done because you're just glued to the TV. This also yeah. makes sense. So I've taken, like, we're going, I've helped take us, and I, like, all the things are pretty late. They all start at, like, 9 p.m. or something. And I was like, oh, the French. Oh. But now I think it makes sense because they're probably doing it so that then it's, like, it's, like, 3 p.m. For broadcasting. Yeah, for broadcasting in the U.S. And then they'll hit the evening. Interesting. So you're saying I could watch it at work. <laughs> yes. Yes. During the work day. Even you said you have you said you got swimming and we got swimming tickets and track and wow I don't have triathlon but triathlon you can just stand up there and I'm gonna try and like wheedle my way in somewhere oh yeah oh with God. your credentials oh. yeah no they don't like give the Olympics doesn't give credentials your fake credentials <laughs> That's not a real thing <laughs> all right what I, else are you guys looking forward to this year though besides uh, the Olympics 
a new Iron Man CEO. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. To see who that'll be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm really just just a curious observer to see what changes that person is going to make. Um, or if not, if if any whatsoever. So I'm just I'm curious to see because I do think that this next leader triathlon is is in a bit of a make it or break it phase at this point um because all the local races are mm -hmm. gone and and so this this grassroots effort um yeah. by usat to try to like get people to do more grassroots races um where it has to feed into iron man and and i know there for a while at least everyone that i was training with the last you know for 10 15 years everything was so iron man heavy like they were not, they stopped doing local races because they were chasing the MDOT. And um, so I just, I feel like Ironman and USAT, they just have to work very congruently. I feel like just to build this grassroots movement again. I'm nervous that it's just going to be like a VC dude, bro, that comes in and cuts costs and tries to get money flowing again. Cause they definitely have some cash problems out of COVID. Are they not the selling pandemic. enough merch? No, it's just like out of the pandemic, right? Like everyone yeah. has like tons of liabilities. They're still like holding on the books. Yeah. Just mm. love to see more multi-sport events. Mm. I mean, they're so, even I, I keep talking about the, the Clash event. It was great. I mean, people were parked in their RVs. It was three days of, of racing. I would have loved to see the swim separate from the actual, because they kind of mixed the swim, the open water swim in with one of the triathlon events but I just I really think the multi-sport events are what's going to capture new athletes athletes who maybe are afraid to swim or, or don't want to run right now and then you have an opportunity for your your kids to my my coach did a relay with her with her family and her son did the run she did the bike and then um one of her close friends did the swim so I I just think if if the idea it is to not just to build your brand, but to actually build the sport of triathlon. Multi-sport events are, they're family friendly and it's an opportunity to introduce people to the environment. That's, that's just, that's just my thought. I, and I've, I always enjoy them. Opportunity to race a couple of times in a weekend. I can take my kids and they can hang out and just watch. It's, I think it's the way to go. We'll be yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with like if if they all, you know what I mean. Like we're talking about, like if if those those size races like come back now because they're they're I mean not struggling is not the right word right but like they had a hard time they had a hard time yeah 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 they just didn't have the volume that uh, Iron Man had and the cash flow so but you know I enjoy them maybe that's just like I said that's just my opinion you know what I want to see. I want to see like the equivalent of park run, where it's like you know free, but like small ass triathlons, just like in your small place. triathlons, like yeah. mini triathlons, but like free. five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Or is there some way we can but... create a new sport that somehow incorporates pickleball into it? Because <laughs> no. that seems to be no. the new. I mean, that is the new sport. Obviously. Oh, I'm tired of hearing about pickleball. 
I was like, what is this? They is this they didn't want to play bat the badminton or tennis, so, so they just started doing this. I started yeah, hearing like about this of the tennis world they from my play. elderly prosthetic patients, and I was like, oh, this is like a new sport for like rich old dudes. I don't know that they're rich. Um, a little, they're a that, little fancier because it like, started out that they mostly play at the parks i'm not totally sure from when i started hearing about it a couple of years ago it was more like older dudes that were like a little wealthier sure were like oh yeah my club started you know country club my club mm-hmm. started uh having pickleball courts and i'm gonna go play pickleball and like get named pickleball that's so funny because around here i feel like i think of it as the like young not young but you know what i mean uh upstarty not like the clubs are all like we won't allow pickleball on our courts these are tennis courts and at the parks it's all like we're gonna bring our own pickleball court yeah oh yeah god the the Mm -hmm. tennis courts around here the public tennis courts around here it was like these were christmas gifts you could tell i mean these like families were bringing out their pickleball nets and playing you know with their $20 pickleball paddles or whatever I mean that's the thing it's like low barrier to entry fun for all ages all abilities so it's it's like a smaller court footprint right which is why it was geared towards the old people yeah because they can't go (laughs) as far but I'm pretty sure it started out for old people it definitely started for old people but then it's like easier but now I'm like laughing that it like in Delaware, it's elite. <laughs> it's in like Delaware pickleball. Old, <laughs> it's an old rich sport. <laughs> I can give Delaware. you $5 to entry. Yeah. When I grew up, we played handball. All you needed was a brick wall. Oh, That's yeah. it. And a rough hand or a good glove. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. When I grew up, we played our own version of Calvin ball type thing that somehow involved like chalk and um, metal bowls in my parents' yard. And you like tried to hit people. And yeah, we made up our own like massive lock long. <laughs> there were lots of rules. So. We also made up a version for when it was like snowing that you could play inside. Then that got banned. Our parents. <laughs> I see broken furniture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We called it dark tag inside. You turned off all the lights. Uh, and then you had to... No, I am excited to see how Nice plays out since, mm-hmm. you know, since all of you will be there. Um, and just to see with if it holds true to the rumors that women aren't going or they're not taking their slots or that it's going to be too tough of a course for women. So I, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting to uh, to prove that theory wrong. Yeah, I want to see the finisher stats for the women crush the stats for the men. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This will so. be like, um, cause I'm like going to hopefully do it, but I am also planning on working. So I don't think it's going to go well. <laughs> um, and it's going to totally be what I have to tell myself when I'm out there. Like I have to finish. Cause Jocelyn says we have to have a high finisher rate. <laughs> yes. Who <laughs> you have to finish. <laughs> do it for the woman. Exactly. People discount the fact that, I mean, just like there are men who, who are riders, they love to cycle. There are women who like to, to mm-hmm. cycle too. I mean, uh, the the cycling club that I belong to, there's plenty of us can drop some of the men on the 
on some of the routes. We ride the gaps. There's lots of hills around in uh, South Georgia. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I think the women who decide to go and the women who qualify, they're, they're going to show out. They're going to show up and show out. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to come up with a good slogan for that. Not whatever Jocelyn's was about croissants. We're going to go with a good slogan <laughs> about taking your your turn and taking your show up, show out is pretty good. I yeah. do like that. Yeah. Although, Kelly, I'm not going to lie. I just got nervous when you said you're going to be working and racing because I was with you in Kona. Yeah, it goes You slept badly. a collective, maybe you slept four hours for in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I've done it. I did it at Daytona one time. I tra- I worked in radio. Yeah, it goes badly, just in case you're over. Don't do it. It's not good. <laughs> like- so Jocelyn, I know, you know, we're getting older and aging and you've been using Aminoco's heel as part of your like post-workout recovery, right? Yeah. It seems like after I became a mom and then turned 40, my recovering abilities really tanked. So as you remember, I then tore my meniscus, had to get surgery in my knee, and now I've had this lingering ligament injury in my foot. So I've been adding a scoop of the chocolate-flavored heel to like either a glass of chocolate milk or a recovery smoothie, and I love that it helps accelerate muscle repair and reduce inflammation so I can keep training and racing hard in my 40s. Yeah, and so you use the AminoCo Heel Chocolate. How do you like it? How does it taste? It tastes pretty good. I mix it up with a bunch of stuff. So it's like, tastes like a chocolate shake. And all AminoCo products are 100% science-backed. It's, you know, Feisty's go-to essential amino acids. And you can get 30% off with the code writing, as in if we were writing, at AminoCo.com slash writing. You'll also get a free gift for new purchasers. That's AminoCo, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash writing and use the code writing at checkout for 30% off and a free gift. Iron Women is excited to announce a new partnership with Bicycle, the largest global marketplace for pre-owned bikes. With more than 20,000 pre-owned and refurbished road, gravel, mountain, and triathlon bikes available, Bicycle connects buyers and sellers on a global scale and makes the process of buying and selling bikes safe, easy, and convenient for riders. We all know there are plenty of marketplaces and classified sites out there, but what sets Bicycle apart is their guaranteed buyer protection, secure payments, simple shipping, and first-class customer service. Additionally, when you sell a bike, Bicycle provides a bike box directly to your door and coordinates pickup at a time that works best for your schedule. That kind of service has me swayed and I'm cleaning up one of my old race bikes to sell on Bicycle right now. For a limited time, you can save up to $100 on your purchase at Bicycle by entering the code FEISTYTRY, all caps and one word, at checkout. That's code FEISTYTRY at Bicycle.com. B-U-Y-C-Y-C-L-E dot com. All right. Here's my question. In the theme, to finish out, our random question for the day, since Sarah's not here, and she has one. On the theme of the, because I was watching the Iron Man documentary, and obviously they have very dramatic music, what would be your like go-to walkout song do you have a go-to like karaoke walkout song i will tell you my go-to karaoke song that i'm amazing at 
and if you are so lucky, I will perform it in Nice, is Lose Yourself by Eminem. Mm -hmm. So the walkout song, it's like the uh, pro wrestling entrance music, right? Right, right. So mine is um, Feel This Moment, Christina Aguilera featuring Pitbull. Okay. <laughs> I like oh, it. Oh, man. You're like, really think I just assumed that Carrie was going to pick uh, Debbie Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I think mean... this was going to be a hard choice. <laughs> I was biting my tongue so that I didn't say that. No, I, Eminem is super up there for me. I also, uh, pink razor glass for some reason mm -hmm. is a that big one good, for yeah. me. I don't, I still, yes. I still, uh, I still love that song. Even when I'm on the trainer and I'm about to go through a deep inner, like a big interval, I have to put that song on to get good. through it. Shake your love just doesn't cut it when you're really trying to dig deep. <laughs> Maybe electric youth. I'm not sure, but yeah. <laughs> all right Khadija you've had all this time to think yeah I guess I'm a I'm a transplant ATLian so all things outcast uh, kryptonite I like the way she moves those are my like okay. those are the things I think about nice <laughs> I think we should make a niece playlist maybe this is what we'll do we'll make a niece playlist for next year and everybody can send us their walkout songs um we'll put them all together I actually keep a playlist on my um on my YouTube channel. I keep a top 40 out there. It's a mixture of all the stuff I like to listen to. My brain is sorry. I like stopped talking because I had so many thoughts there. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, but we gotta no, wrap this up. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's a mixture of like Caribbean music, uh hip hop, a lot of a lot of Cuban music, some African music. We are totally, we are 100% making a playlist for everybody for Nice. It's going to be fantastic. So. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then we're going to go to karaoke. Then we're going to go to karaoke in Nice, which I don't even know if that's a thing, but it's going to happen after <laughs> the race. We'll make so. it a thing. Can you hear the French talking about us now? <laughs> the feisties will never come back. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Whew. Uh, we'll back up. So if you have a lockout song, you should send it to us. Uh, send us a voicemail. Uh, Carrie is going to drop how to send a voicemail in the show notes or send us an email. Uh, send us your walkout song so we can put together our playlist, Spotify for Nice. And Sarah will be back next week. And then we'll also be having guests all year. So tell us what guests you want to hear. Join our ride. And if you're going to be in Charlotte, it's a reminder, on Saturday at 1 p.m., we will be on the Lunch Expo stage doing a live podcast. Uh, we hope you all had a good start to your 2024. None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top We know what it takes to be reaching the top